Bible Girl Podcast. I'm Jessica Robinson, and I've gathered my Bible, my journal, some study tools, and highlighters in every color for study time. From the practical to the inspirational, I pray that these podcasts give you the tools and motivation to be a Bible Girl, too. Greetings and salutations, and welcome to episode 103 of the Bible Girl Podcast. Today we're talking about a God of invitation and something that I've been learning about this process of application of scripture into our lives. A couple of podcasts ago, episode 99, I talked about the first question that we always ask when we approach God's word. And that question is, what is God doing? You know, what, what do we see when we look at this passage? What do we see about God? What is he doing? What do we, what's up with him? What is he thinking something? Is he saying something? What action is he taking? What do I learn about God as I'm reading this scripture? And that's always the most important question to ask. I think we always start there, regardless of whether we're listening to a podcast or a sermon, whether we're reading our scriptures at home, if we're in a Bible study with friends, if we're reading a, a book that has a spiritual theme or message to it. We always ask, you know, what is God doing? What, what, is, what do I learn about God? But then a second question that I think that will really give us a more uh, well-rounded view of the scripture is to ask ourselves, what is God's invitation to me? Now, this is a little bit of a different language for something that we often call application. But I've been a little bit, um, I don't know the word, I've been a little dissatisfied with the idea of application and the way that I read application as it's, as it's presented in books on studying scripture. It kind of makes it seem as if the point of scripture is a, a rule book, a list of things that we're supposed to just go out and start doing. But the truth is that scripture is bigger than that. It, it's meant to help us get to the heart of God. And that when we do that, it invites a response from us. But that response isn't always uh, run out and do this thing. Sometimes it's uh, something different altogether. I believe that God has, for whatever reason, he's decided that he wants us to be a part of his work on this earth. And I don't think you have to be around the Christians very long before you re recognize that we're all flawed. We all have a sin nature that we fight against regularly. We are not perfect people. Even those of us with the best of intentions can make mistakes and do things badly. But God has decided that we are the ones that he wants to use in his kingdom to change the world. And so he offers us the chance to participate with him in what he is doing in the world. And so I think a better way to ask when uh, application style question when we're looking at scripture is, is what is God inviting me to do? There's an invitation from him in the scripture to me. What is it? And that question, I mean, 25 people could read the same passage at the same moment in time and, and get 25 different invitations because God is um, a God who speaks to us individually. The Holy Spirit lives within us and he guides and directs us as individuals, but also because we're all in different places in our lives and different life experiences. God doesn't bully. He doesn't force us to do things. He he is a gentleman, I think, if I could use that word. Um 
God, God invites, he, he offers us an opportunity to, to be a part of what he wants to do in us and through us. And he gives us that opportunity and he'll keep asking, you know, he's, he's, he's insistent, but, um, he's also not, uh, he's not rude. If you read first Corinthians 13 about what love is, it says the love isn't rude. And if God is love, then he's not rude. He's not going to strong arm you into something. He invites. And so we recognize through this that we are co-heirs with Christ and partners in the work of God on the earth. We are we are in a partnership and we are accomplishing the, the mission that God has given us through accepting these invitations and by uh, structuring our life in such a way that we do the things that God invites us to do. These invitations are designed to give us purpose in life and to make us more like Jesus. So some of these invitations are going to be painful because in our own state, you know, we are not like Jesus, but he is is molding us and forming us into the image of his son. And many of the invitations that we are given are things that cost us. They will be something that, that will be a sacrifice because we are changing into someone new and that's always uncomfortable. I want to explain this uh, idea of looking for God's invitations when you read scripture uh, by giving you some sample invitations. These are some generic things that you may see that uh, God would invite us to do. The first two are pretty simple, and they're the more the things that we generally associate with when we think of application. Um, he might invite us to take an action or to stop an action. There might be something that we're currently doing he would like us to no longer do. I think of the scripture that says, let him who stole steal no more. If you read that and you're convicted because you're stealing, then that's um, an invitation from God to stop stealing. Um, it might be something that we need to do, uh, the scripture that says, be kind to each other, tenderhearted and forgiving each other. And you read that and realize that you're you're carrying some bitterness towards someone and you really should forgive. And so this is an, an invitation that God wants you to take this action step toward forgiveness. But then there's some other invitations that God might want. He might want you to pray about a specific area. When you read a scripture, you may be realizing that, you know, this is something I need to talk to God about. This is something I, I really don't understand what he wants from me in this instance. I don't understand what he's asking in this scripture, or I don't understand what this means, or there's a part of my life that's cloudy right now, and I, I want to pray about it. I, I recognize from reading this that that I need God's input. And so um, an invitation might be to talk to him about it. The invitation to think more deeply about something, maybe a something comes across in scripture and it's a concept that's new. You hadn't considered that before. Um, and before you really can take any further steps, you need to understand it. So think more deeply about it. Use that even in conversations with others to begin to, to get a, a deeper perspective on something. Um, maybe God's invitation is to change your perspective. Maybe you've been looking at something the wrong way. Maybe you've had tunnel vision um, and not seeing the bigger picture. Maybe you've been looking at the problem and not at the power of God. Maybe there's an opportunity uh, in, in place and all you look at are the negative aspects, but God reminds you that there's a wider perspective and that there are good things. So maybe he wants you to change the way you're looking at a problem or a situation in your life. 
He might be inviting you to claim an identity that you that you need that you that that's yours and you didn't realize or that you haven't utilized. Maybe he wants you to see see yourself as someone who has the power of God, the Holy Spirit living within you so there's no need to be afraid. Or maybe he wants you to claim your identity as someone who can speak boldly about Jesus because of the story that he's given you and the life experience that that he's allowed you to have. There is an identity that we can claim and God invites us to rise up and be who he knows we are. There might be a promise that we, we need to hold on to, something that that we uh, are experiencing in our lives and this specific promise God's saying in his word, that's for you. That right now, that's going to get you through this thing that you're going through. Hold on to that promise. Another invitation might be some encouragement or exhortation to share with another. Maybe you have a conversation with a friend at church and she just says, I'm so confused about where my life is headed. And you read a passage in scripture and it says, I know the plans I have for you. And those plans are good to give you hope and a future. And maybe you think immediately of that conversation that you have with your friend. And you and you and the invitation from God is to share this with her. Remind her of this truth. She probably already knows it, but she could use them on to tell her today. And that can be you. Oftentimes the invitations that God gives us require us to surrender to something to God or surrender something in our lives for God. Something that God wants us to lay down for a season or lay down for uh, eternity. Something that we are holding on to that's slowing us down or keeping us from moving in the direction that God has for us. An attitude maybe that's keeping us from uh, healing in a relationship or uh, it could be a whole host of things that God's asking you to sit down, to, to surrender those things to him and let him handle it or surrender it for him so that you can move forward and you can become more, more like Jesus. This is, of course, not an exhaustive list of invitations, but it is a sample of some of the things that I've seen in scripture and felt God's invitation to me. I would encourage you as you look at scripture and you ask these two questions, what is God's do God doing and what is God's invitation to me, that you use a journal to process and track these things, especially when it comes to the things that you feel God is inviting you to do. It's helpful to write them down. There is that... Um, I, sometimes I, I call it Bible euphoria. You read the passage and God speaks to you and it's so powerful. And, and then you go out and you start moving around in your day and, and you think, well, that's really weird. Did God really say that? Did I really get that? Um, I think sometimes we are, are really good at second guessing ourselves and, and maybe blocking what God wants to do in us by uh, what we might call common sense later. Uh, also, I think Satan uses that as an opportunity to discourage us and keep us from obedience. So writing down these invitations in a journal when you when God reveals them to you or when you're reading scripture and you feel this impression from the Holy Spirit, I think it will help you long term. It will give you um, a record to see of God's faithfulness and how he works these things out in you. I also encourage you to tell a friend about the invitations that God uh, brings to you and and ask them for their prayer and even accountability. Just telling someone means that we're more obligated to follow through. And so oftentimes just the experience of sitting down and saying, hey, you know, last week I was reading the Bible or I heard this sermon and I really felt like God was inviting me to and just share that with someone. You might be surprised at how you encourage them as well as uh, that being a help to you. 
I would encourage you to use these two questions for a whole host of things as you begin uh, to read a new book, maybe about prayer or a topic that you are investigating something, uh, a spiritual theme topic. Um, you can do this when you're listening to uh, sermons um, in live or through podcasts, when uh, you're reading scripture on your own or participating in a Bible study. These two questions, I think, are a well-rounded look at, at scripture. And if that's as far as you ever go with Bible study, I think you will be amazed at what God will bless in your life and how he will use them to not only help you uh, grow closer to him and see him more clearly, but then partner with him in the work that he's doing in his kingdom, which um, is is so important. We're not put here just to uh, become you know holy people, but we're put here to be holy for a purpose. We are, are here to benefit others. We spend time with God for the benefit of others, for our benefit of our family and our community and our church, our workplaces. And um, when we go to school and, and when we hang out uh, with friends at coffee, the, the opportunity is always there for us to be partnering with God in his work in the world. God wants you to be a part of what he's doing. To help you out to remember these two questions, I have a couple of bookmarkers for you that are available in the show notes. Um, there's two different versions. It's the same uh, text on them. Both questions are on the bookmarks, but um, there's just two different designs, whichever one appeals to you better. And you can print those out in the show notes. They're also available individually on my website and um, on most of my social media platforms, at least for the next week or so. And um, you can pick up a copy and download those and print those out and use them. I hope that they are a help to you. These two questions are going to serve you well the length of your life. You will find that even if you read the same passage 25 times over your life and answer those questions, um, that it's never going to get stale. It's never going to get old. You're always going to receive a new glimpse of who God is through the scripture. And you're always going to see that God has a part for you to play in what he's doing here in his kingdom. Thank you for listening, and I look forward to seeing you at the next podcast. Thanks for listening. Go to BibleGrowPodcast.com to email me, download show notes, sign up for my newsletter, print the monthly scripture writing list, and listen to past episodes. Join the Bible Girl Facebook group to get the latest podcast news and to interact with me and other listeners. I'm all over social media as Jessie L. Robinson. That's J-E-S-S-I-L Robinson. I'd love for you to friend or follow me. Join me again for another episode of Bible Girl.